Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Bet the Greek. This isn't the UN, Angelo. I won't let what happened to my father happen to me. The fundamental question is, will I be as effective as a boss like my dad was? And I will be, even more so. But until I am, it's going to be hard to verify that I think I'll be more effective. 940 wins Miami sports. Boys and girls of every age, would you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. This is our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This what the hell is this? What do you mean, what is this? What is this? This is from Nightmare Before Christmas, the greatest Halloween movie ever made. Oh my god. I have no clue what's going on in this. I really don't. You kill me. It's the Greek Zone, 866-801-0940. Somebody bail me out today, please. Bail me out. <laughs> Ricardo's in the studio, of course. You can hear by his rejoiners or what he's got going on. He is bizarre beyond belief. Ricardo, how are you? What is your... And I know you've been chomping at the beat all day. What is your World Series opinion? Does the Tampa Bay coach get fired? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the uh, that's the big question. I don't think so. It's Kevin Cash, I think, is the manager over there. And, um, I mean, obviously it was a bad decision to take out Blake Snell when he did. He was pitching a great game, one to nothing. What a great pitching duel we had going on, you know. And then within, like, seven pitches, they were down two to one. Bang, 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 bang. Unbelievable. Mookie, Mookie Betts is unbelievable. Yeah, I thought he was going to get the MVP. I did, too. I did, too. No. So who got the MVP? Shortstop? You there? Yeah, I'm sorry. It was Corey Seager. I'm sorry. I was just checking something on the computer. Yeah, Corey Seager is the one who won the MVP. He hit over five. I mean, 400 for the series. I mean, he did really well. Two home runs. But Mookie last night was just... God, watching him take that bag. I know he didn't steal the bag or anything like that, but you know, on an infield hit and sliding into home, I don't think I've seen a more beautiful play than that. I just love the way he plays baseball. Yeah, he does, and he makes a lot, a lot of money, so he should be sliding into home. Uh, <laughs> if I was the owner of Dodgers, that would I be saying. Then LeBron tweets, come on, we got to have a parade. LeBron, oh, there's COVID. Do you understand there's COVID? Oh, my God. <laughs> L.A., both cities won. We have to have a parade. Magic was there. Uh, in attendance, he owns a piece of the Dodgers for a long time. First time since they won since '88. But yeah, but the Tampa manager just got destroyed. What is his name? Kevin Cash. Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah, he just he got destroyed. He got killed. I mean, uh, I felt some bad. other people did too. I don't know if you were watching, but you you saw what happened to Justin Turner. Yeah, Justin Turner. I was going to get into that. What the hell's wrong with him? I think his red hair is affecting his brain. <laughs> I, what are you doing? You 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 test test positive for the COVID. You come out of the game, and then you go celebrate with everybody? He's like, oh, I had to celebrate my teammates. Why? And give them COVID? And those guys were all over each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, it looked like a porno. I mean, they were jumping all <laughs> over each other, hanging out, high five, high tens, high fifteens. I mean, oh, my God. If there's any COVID in that locker room, forget about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with him being out on the field, um, but not near anybody. I mean, to be honest, like he just you just can't be near anybody. He was out around everybody. He was buying yeah. a trophy, shaking yep. hands. I mean, you yep. know. Right by the manager who's 48 years old, Dave Roberts. Like, yeah, they got in each other's faces like it was nothing. Now, he was in the game beforehand. So, yeah. you know, maybe if maybe his argument is, you know, if I spread it, it's already been spread, you know. But I, don't, I think that's a, a crappy argument and immoral, honestly. But if he wanted to go out there, you know, and be around his teammates or be in the field when it happened, I'm okay with it. But you got to stay away from everybody. If him and his wife want to be there, that's fine. But you got to be away. And I don't care if you're wearing a mask. It's just, it's just, you, once you test positive, you need to go, honestly. Oh, yeah. And he didn't go. He didn't care. He's like, I'm here. You know, kiss it. I was shocked by it. I mean, they took him out of the game, 
but they, they, you know, they take him out of the game, but they leave him in there. I thought ah, that was that was I was shocked by that. I really was. Yeah, I think I would, a lot of people were. I would think that he would leave the stadium honestly after yeah. after being you know told, hey, bro, you tested positive, you got to go. It's not oh, go wait in the locker room for the rest of your teammates. It's not like you got thrown out the game. Yep, you got I, COVID. <laughs> yeah, you're done. It's crazy. It really is. I. I I was shocked that he did that. 866-801-0940. That's the number to call. Who do we got, Ricardo? We got uh, Eric in Miami. Eric, how you doing, buddy? I can only imagine this call. What's up, Eric? (laughs) He's in the kitchen, apparently. Before before your little remarks, make sure you're not on the air when when you talk under your tongue there, buddy. Listen. What? He started the game, Greek. He started the game. So what does that mean? COVID, what is they that? all got it already. Oh, my God. What does that mean? So if what you have mean? it, then you go home. That, that he played the game that he was told to play. He started. Dave Roberts told him to play. He played. He played all the way to the seventh inning. The guy is going to be a free agent after this year. He doesn't even know if he's going to be on this team anymore. So the what does that mean? Give people COVID? I had a, a year playing 60-plus games all the way to the World Series, and you're giving this guy grief? Because he went on the field after the game to to celebrate, even though the, the test is positive, the one before that was inconclusive. There should be three tests as per the policy. So don't get on this guy for playing the game right. Nobody has died playing in professional sports with COVID. I talked about this yesterday. You need to get off of this. If he was playing with nine off the field, but he was playing with purely healthy individuals, sir. Individuals that are healthy, the healthiest in the world. I think he should have went home and texted everybody and said, "Guys, great championship! I can't be out here. I got COVID. I wouldn't have been around my teammates right. if I knew I had COVID." Brother, you, bro, come on, man! <laughs> you, you're been into a World Series as a fan. Imagine going to a World Series as a player, bro. You can't stop anybody from going onto that field, especially Justin Turner, who should have been the MVP. Okay, they didn't give it to him because they took him out of the game. But that guy took the whole Dodgers team the whole year. When he was injured, he came back and he started slamming the ball, and he got him to when they were in a slump. No, that he had a great year. I'm not debating his great. I'm not. I'm not debating any of that, brother. I he's a great ball player and he had a great season. All I said is when he had COVID, he should have just stayed in the locker room. That's all I said. Just he trying to have a conversation. Play ever again, brother. Nobody has died with COVID playing sports. Tell me a person. So why why even risk it? Why even risk one? Isn't one too many? Well, guess what? It was a little bit too late when he already started the game and played seven innings. So why not go go out there with your team and celebrate a World Series win that you that you might not even know that you're going to be in a World Series ever again? This is a special situation, and for okay. you to put your shoes in his place is wrong, sir. You are not Justin Turner, and you cannot say you're in Justin Turner's shoes. I can have an opinion about spreading the COVID, one of the, a disease that has destroyed this country, been the worst thing we've ever had, ever. And my opinion was that he should have just stayed in the locker room. That's all I said, bro. Calm down. Where's, and the, it, proof? Where's the proof that he spread the COVID? Where's the proof? Where did he spread it? Well, common sense, you're supposed to be six feet away from everybody. You're not supposed to be high-fiving them and hugging them. It's just an opinion, bro. That's all it Brother, is. He was in the dugout with them. He was in the dugout with them. He played the game, seven innings, played the series. Ricardo, you can jump in. Games. <laughs> I, I thought it was I, I, I was just enjoying listening to the show. <laughs> Eric, I love you, brother. You know I do. We can disagree. That's what sports is about or life. Doesn't mean you're right or I'm wrong. Doesn't mean I, any of that. It just means that your your opinion is the wrong one towards me, and that's it. And, 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 if, and, if, and if you don't like it, then that's okay. I don't have to. I don't disagree. It's the bottom line is I just think the guy should have been in the locker room after it came out. If you don't know something, that's different. You're not aware. But if you're aware you have the COVID, I think he should have been in. That's it. He's a great ball player. He had a great series. He played well. He had the 12 home runs. He carried the Dodgers. I agree with you. I mean, you know, it's just an opinion. I might have wanted to been out there myself, too, if I did all that. But if I had the COVID, I would stay home. Brother. If you had, if you were in Justin Turner's shoes, you would have done the same exact thing. And if you tell me you wouldn't have, you're a liar. And I'll tell it to you in your face while I drink Tito's vodka right next to you. I can't wait till we have a drink soon. <laughs> what a plug. <laughs>
<laughs> I can't wait till we have a drink soon. Are you kidding me? After this conversation, uh, I love you, bro. You're the best. You definitely are. You crack me I up. With you. I love you even more. I love you. I love you even more, brother. But I've been listening to talk show hosts all day with this take. Oh, oh really? I, I didn't know. I, I haven't heard anything, to be I, honest with you. I, I hope I'm, you I'm, call in. I hope you call in and give them the work like you did Greek. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've been busy all day. I'm trying to put food on the table for my family, which is me. Brother, I tried to get I tried to get through a couple of those shows, but they're even worth not even getting through, brother. So if I called your show, it's because I care about you. I want to talk course. to you, and yeah. I want to tell you how my opinion is. Well, we always want I, your opinion. Those shows didn't get my calls because those shows didn't get my calls. And those shows got turned off after those opinions. So guess what? Okay. Who's winning what? Yo, Eric, just to change subjects real quick. We saw that the Marlins today, you know, picked up the option for Sterling Marte, 12 and a half mil. You like it, right? I love it. Now I need them to pick up Brandon Kinsler's uh, four and a half million. Yep. I'm with it. I'm with it. Kinsler did fantastic for us last year. I'd love to see him on a full season for sure. Did you see? Did you see Nick Nick Anderson give up the World Series last night? Ex Marlin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. He was the one who threw home, right? He's On the one that gave up that that uh, the most important run. Oh yes, yeah. Right, yeah. He gave that that, uh, that the throwaway. So it was a wild pitch. Uh, he had, had allowed only one run the whole entire bubble, sixty games, one run. Wow. In the playoffs, he allowed three runs. Wow. If Kevin Cash would have known anything about managing, Two. he would have known that Nick Anderson <laughs> was not the same player that he was in the regular season. So to your first point, yes, Kevin Cash needs to be fired. So since it's a Tampa Bay Devil Rays with a payroll of $50 million, who cares? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, they, Kevin Cash has been doing all right. But, yeah, if you're going to make those managerial blunders, especially in game six when you could have moved one. it to a game seven. That was huge. you you got to judge the guy on that, unfortunately. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, he had a, I guess he had a pitch count. He went with it. But, yeah, he put himself really in a tough position to be second guess. I put that back to Pete Carroll in the Super Bowl at Seattle when he threw the pass uh, against the Patriots and he should have gave it to Lynch. Thank God I was happy because I had the Patriots in the over. Huge. So I didn't care. <laughs> but that, I put that call what right happens, there. <laughs> this is what happens, Greek, when you out-coach yourself or out-manage yourself. You're, You're trying right. to outsmart yourself. You second-guess yourself. And let me tell you, I've gotten so far in life by going with my gut, going with my first reaction. Yeah, right. and that's what I do. I don't outthink myself because I know that second thought is the wrong one. You're usually, you know, you're right. You go with your gut feeling and everything in life, and you'll be successful. I agree with you. So, Eric, we appreciate the call. We need a little bit more passion from you tomorrow. Can we count on that? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up from today's call. Another five tomorrow. All right, brother. I love it. I love it. You know, you're always welcome. I love you in the Greek zone. You're my boy. You are my boy. I love your passion. All right, we got somebody else in the Greek zone. We got SEC Anthony. SEC, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I want to know one question though. How long before the game did he know he had COVID? He didn't know before, before the game, supposedly. How long? Supposedly, he didn't know before the game. He knew in the sixth or seventh inning, that's when they came back to him and said, your test was positive, and that's when he came out. And, and that's when it came out. Well, i got to tell you something. Um, you know, I mean, the right thing to do is to take yourself out of the lineup and leave, leave the stadium and go home. I mean, you tested positive. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what you have to do. And if he didn't do that, shame on him. You know, he could he could cause a lot of lawsuits for that organization, and you know, personal lawsuits if he spreads the uh, disease to everybody else. And what if somebody dies from it? You mm -hmm. don't know if you're going to live or die if you get this thing. We all know that. Nope. You could be perfectly healthy and die in two days. It's already happened. Yep. So nobody can convince me that any that, that this cannot happen. And the other thing is. You could take that championship and put it in, put an asterisk by it, and put Fugazi because that's what it is. They only played sixty games. It was a great playoff. It, it was great to see. But I'm I'm looking at the Dodgers championship, and I'm going to put a thing right there with an asterisk, and I'm going to put Fugazi on there along with Barry Bonds' home runs. So there, that's what I think of the whole thing. But it was a great it was great to see baseball. No doubt, but it's just not a real championship. Can I ask you a question, Greek? Yes, sir. And I'll shut up. No. I want to ask you a personal question. Do you feel, 
between the two of you, do you feel that these two teams would have been in the finals 102 games later? That's what I want to ask you. I'm going to, I'm going to close now. You guys have a good one. Okay. Answer that question for me. Uh, based on the question you're asking us, both teams had the best record in baseball for the National American League. Do I think at another 100 games they would be the team's representative? I think that's there's no way I could say yes or no. I think they both had great teams, and I think they probably would have been up there. Whether or not they got there, I don't know. You're talking about adding 100 games. That's a lot. A lot of injuries could happen. A lot of different things could happen. But it was only based on 60, and out of 60, they had the best records. Could anybody say they beat the two teams if they played 162? No. Nobody could ever guarantee you that in any shape or form. But the Dodgers have a very good lineup, we saw, and Tampa Bay played good, too. You can't make, Anthony, you can't make that, uh, I know you're listening, I know you can't make that guarantee because there are no guarantees in life. So I don't know if they would be there when you had 100 games. 100 games is a lot. I mean, that's huge. Uh, but to me, you know, they were the best two games after 60. I give, I give baseball a lot of credit. I give the NBA a lot of credit. And I give the NHL a lot of credit because they had their seasons with COVID during a pandemic. And in February, March, and April, or maybe March and April, we thought there'd be no sports. If somebody gave me a prop bet and said that NHL, NBA, and baseball are going to play their seasons, I would have bet against it. I would have. I would have said there's no way they're going to do it because of the coronavirus. So, you know, hats off to baseball, like I said, the NHL and the NBA, but I can't answer that, that they'd be the first two teams because nobody knows what 100 games. Ricardo? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I would like to say that I think the Tampa and the Dodgers definitely would have been 100% in the mix, especially the Dodgers, and how Tampa has been playing the last couple of years. They're, always, they're pretty much a perennial, you know, playoff team. Now, like you said, you add 102 games, a lot of things can change. Injuries, stuff like that. Um, But... Man, I really don't know. You you really just can't say, but I think the Dodgers would have been there. I think the Yankees would have had a good shot at the end of the day as well. It's just that, um, I mean, it was the pitching staff for the Yankees. I don't think they could have lasted for the entire playoffs. But, I mean, they didn't last through this one. So I think it's a pretty safe bet to bet if you would have bet the, the Rays and the Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Dodgers on 162. But like you said, Greek, anything could happen because the Nationals made the World Series. Yeah. And at 60 games, they were under 500. Yeah, see, we just don't know. I mean, it's a nice thought. Uh, but I don't think you can make that argument and say who. I mean, it's like right now in the NFL, you say, can it be the Chiefs in Tampa? Right now, they're probably the two teams you look at and say got the best shot. Uh, but could it happen? No. Injuries are a big part of every game. You don't know who's going to come down with them. Dallas Cowboys, Prescott, things happen. Uh, so you don't know. But based on ability and based on the pitching staff, they probably would have been, in, I would say, in the top six, you know, three or four on both sides. Uh, I don't think they would have slipped out of the top four on both sides, but – you know, I think it was uh, people are saying it was a very good World Series, which, you know, is a good thing. I'm sure the ratings were terrible. Uh, attendance, they got like 11,500. I did get a call from the Dolphins today, by the way, the front office. <laughs> and they did tell me that 13,000 people will be allowed in Sunday when Tua comes back and uh, they take on the Rams. Uh, but uh, to me, uh, the World Series is okay. I, I just I lost a lot of interest in sports over the summer. Uh, love sports, still love you know being around it, talking about it, stuff like that. But I still haven't got back what I lost, and it's going to take some time. Uh, college football, same thing. You know, can it come back? I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. But right now, it's uh, it's very interesting what's happening. It really is because you don't know what tomorrow brings. But to say that these two teams will be in the finals, I don't know if you could say that. You can't say it comfortably. You just can't. Right. You're just guessing. You're hoping. You know what I mean? But I don't know if I put anything by it like it didn't count. Uh, like Barry Bonds, that's a whole different scenario. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole different argument. And also you have like some of the like the San Diego Padres who were contenders all year. You know, once they got into the playoffs, some of their pitching staff, some of their ace, their ace, Clevenger, and um, they got a, a guy from, um, God, I can't remember his name, um, from the Indians who was fan fantastic, got hurt as well right when the playoffs were starting. Yeah. They didn't know how their pitching staff was going to be. So maybe if they would have been able to weather that storm, get those guys healthy for the playoffs after 162 games, we would have had a different story. But, you know, you can only play the games that they're scheduled, man. So at the end of the day, yeah, hats off to the Dodgers. 
And I know you're a Yankees fan, SEC Anthony, so I didn't lose that when you were speaking about it. But the Dodgers won their first World Series since 1988. Is there a little bit of an asterisk? Maybe, but still, it's not easy. I do remember where I was in 88 when Kirk Gibson hit that home run. Let's hear it. Uh, I was with this girl, Lisa, at the time at Caesars Casino. And what a night it was. I said, I bet you Kirk Gibson knows a home run. She said, I bet she doesn't. I said, I bet she does. I bet she don't. Thank God we have bunk beds. It is the Greek Zone. It is uh, Wednesday. You're always welcome to get in. 866-801-0940. Drew Martin's calling us from Vegas. We got a friend calling us this afternoon, a friend who was part of this show for a long time, big sports girl who knows everything. And, man, we had to get her on because all she does is brag about those Dallas Cowboys. If you can't figure out who it is, uh, listen up and you'll hear her soon. Peace. It is the Greek. Always appreciate you guys calling in. Hope you caught the beginning of the show with our boy, Eric, who brings it every day. Part of the show. Good friend and a good pal. And SEC Anthony, you're always welcome in. SEC Anthony, 866-801-0940. That's the number to call. Uh, let us know if you want to talk baseball. World Series last night. Dodgers didn't win at all. Thank God that's over. Don't talk about that anymore. I have to kiss Ricardo's hands. <laughs> I can't believe we started the first segment only talked baseball. <laughs> eh, well, it was the last game of the World Series, so thank God. <laughs> now we won't talk about it again until spring training. Yeah, we probably won't. Well, we'll mention it. But, you know, when Eric calls, again, I love his passion, what he brings to the table always. And, uh, you know, I just like him. And he's a friend. He's not just a caller. Just like Special K, a couple guys out there I've had friendships with. So I do respect those guys, and I love what they bring to the table. Uh, Cam Newton yesterday went on a sports show in Boston. He said his job's in jeopardy. And uh, I think Cam's right. I think his job is in jeopardy, and he's got some problems. I think Belichick gives him one more week. I do. What do you think, Ricardo? I don't think there's any chance, honestly, that um, he loses his starting job. Um, I don't think that Brian Hoyer is going to be able to start for him. I don't think that Stidham is an oh, option. Brian Hoyer. Yeah, forget Brian Hoyer. I, 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 I don't think Stidham's a, you know, an option for him. Um, I feel like he he took Cam out of it last week because Cam was just playing terribly. I just don't think his job's in jeopardy. He would have to have one of the worst next couple of weeks for that to happen, in my opinion. Now, I don't know what's going on in New England and stuff like that, but I don't think Bill Belichick's going to be like, well, that's it. That's it. The Cam experiment's over. Bring in Stidham. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he says that. We'll see what happens. Uh, tomorrow night, Falcons playing against Carolina. McCaffrey's supposed to come back. Whether or not he comes back, I don't know. I don't bring him back, to tell you the truth. Carolina's played well without him, yeah. first of all. And you know what? You don't want to possibly injure him. Uh, Brady's playing the Giants. Uh, Tampa Bay has been on TV more this year than they probably was the last five years. It's amazing. It's just amazing how much they're on TV. You know, Gronk comes back. He looks fine uh, now after two games. You got Antonio Brown playing this week. Uh, next week, excuse me. Over under Antonio Brown. First game, five catches, over five. Ooh. Mm. I would say I, I would say he gets six catches with about ten targets. Ten targets. Whoa! What is he, Giselle? <laughs> Ten targets. I think, he, I think he'll get. I think he'll get the ball looked at. Uh, I think he'll. They'll throw the ball his way a lot because, especially since it's his first week back, he's going to feel comfortable, more comfortable there with Brady and Gronk than I feel like with anybody else in the league. Since he did have a couple of weeks with them last year. Yeah, and, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting. Uh, Le'Veon Bell in Kansas City. He played last week. Got his feet a little wet. Cowboys. Tons of problems. I mean, they're just. Uh, and I don't like to use this word, but they're a dumpster fire. Uh, Jerry goes nuts. Uh, and like you said, Jerry calls up. What are you going to expect? What do you think Jerry's going to say? Uh, but, yeah, if you look at right now, the NFC and the AFC, your top four teams on both leagues, ugh. I, you know, you got to go with the Chiefs. You definitely have to go with the Ravens. You got to go with the Steelers. Who's your fourth team in the NA- a- AFC? Mm. Oh, my fourth team in the AFC. When you break good, it down like that. Yeah, I really think it's Tennessee. Just, yeah, probably it'd have to be Tennessee. You're exactly right. It'd have to be Tennessee. But I feel like the gulf between those three teams and Tennessee is is really big. And then forget about after Tennessee, I feel like the gulf in the AFC is the AFC's pretty terrible after that. Well, I mean, I don't think it's a big one because Tennessee just played Pittsburgh and it was close. It was right. you know, it was close game. I mean, a field goal either way. Eh, I, I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill. I'm a Dolphins fan, so I know what Ryan Tannehill will bring you, and um, I just don't trust him as a uh, as a quarterback. But he might prove me. He might prove me wrong. 
NFC, I think you definitely go with the Packers up there, one of the final four, to me personally. You got to go with Seattle. You got to go with Tampa Bay. Uh, and I guess the Saints. That'd be my four right now. Yeah. And, it, you know, there's some other teams that are very close, too, obviously. Uh, you know, the Rams are having a good year. They're up there. Bears are 5-2. and two. Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. There's some teams. Uh, NFC East, <laughs> nobody. No. Uh, Saints, uh, you know, I'm not. I'm going to go with Tampa and obviously the Saints. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it. So those are about your final four on both sides. It'll it'll vary. Uh, like I said, it's going to shake out. Uh, the big news this week for the Dolphins is Tua playing. Everybody's talking about it, uh, how he's going to do, what he'll do. What do you expect Tua to do this weekend? Do you think he's going to have a big game? Uh, I mean, I'm praying for it. That's for sure. I just think that, um, you know, giving it, it'd be like in 2001, getting a rookie quarterback and saying, hey, your first game's going to be against the Ravens. You awesome. Know, you know, it's just a tough, uh, it's a tough defense to be going out against. Sure. And I don't know. Um, oh, man, I, I'm praying to God that he does well. But if Aaron Darnold's on his face all game and he has a not the best game ever, I'm not going to be surprised, man. It's his first game. The Rams yeah, are tough. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, and I'm also not going to throw it away either. Now, I know Joe Mazzulla, who we had on yesterday, was talking about how a lot of teams now are, if you're a first-round pick and you don't pan out immediately, they're mm-hmm. going to move on. Yeah. And I don't know if that's fair, but if, if Joe says this how it is, it probably is how it is. And he brought up the Josh Rosen example, which is a very good example. Yeah. And I don't feel like... If Tua has a bad couple of games, that we should judge his entire career for that. No, no but you know, maybe these GMs and coaches have a different plan. Yeah, I think there was like since Marino, like whatever it was, twenty something quarterbacks, twenty three quarterbacks for the Dolphins since Marino. Uh, so there's been a ton of quarterbacks. Obviously, we haven't been able to fill that void. Uh, and there's been guys that have just been not decent. Drew Brees would have been great. He would have been here for ten years. Uh, probably one of the ones that played for a while that was decent and. You know, won a playoff game down here was Jay Fiedler. Uh, and then you had Tannehill, who had his ups and downs, obviously. But it was like 20-something guys since Marino, 26 or something like that, had been quarterback. That's a lot of quarterbacks. So, obviously, you know, there's been a big problem with that with the Dolphins trying to find that signal quota to step in. And you're, and you're trying to step in and replace a legend. doesn't happen. I can think of two times when they got really lucky. The Niners, Montana and Young, two Hall of Famers. And Brett Farr and Aaron Rodgers, two yeah. Hall of Famers. Yeah, I mean it does happen here and there. Manning, maybe and Luck, but yeah, luck retired. Manning, Luck, yeah, Luck uh, was good, obviously, until he ran out of luck. No pun intended. But uh, but uh, yeah, I mean it's very rare that you get back to back guys, you know, with ten years, eight years, and just play unbelievable. You usually go through that drought. And there's decent quarterbacks following great quarterbacks, but not. Like, you know, Steve Young in Montana, obviously, and Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. And Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are great friends now. Years ago, they weren't. <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, the next thing you know, I think they're going to do a Levi's commercial together. Uh, <laughs> but they, they are. They are great friends now, which does surprise me. But, you know, when things like when you're dating somebody at the time, you might be mad. And then later, years later, you're friends with the person. You're like, all right, we can be friends now. Yeah. And uh, it's and he's going through the same thing that Favre kind of went through before. Yep. And he just gives him a ring and he's like, hey, bro, I completely understand. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those situations. But it's a business. Yeah. I mean, you got to understand that. Like the Godfather, it's nothing personal. It's a business. And sometimes you get that and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get upset. We get that. We all got feelings. Look at Fitzpatrick last week. He was hurt. I mean, he came up and said, hey, I'm hurt. But it is a business, and you got to remember that. And there, every team is trying to get better. And if you're the best for that team, here's news. You're not going anywhere. If you're still producing, you're still staying. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. I don't care what position you play. You could be a punter, kicker, anything you want. If you're playing, if you're producing, you're gonna do it. just like your job. If you're doing well, they're keeping you. Assets and liabilities. If you become a liability, they're getting rid of you. That's the bottom line. I mean, that's what they're doing. So, for everybody I, with the NFL and the AFC, I mean, both of them, you know, you're gonna see a little bit of a, I think, you know, next couple weeks, a little bit of a path of certain teams that are just gonna break out of it, and certain teams are gonna get worse. And the NFC East, they're gonna be terrible. They what just you, are. And uh, where are you on the Browns? I mean, they got a pretty good record. I think they're 5-2. Five 5-2. And five and yeah, 5-2. and two. Where are you I, on them? I, I mean, I think the Browns, I mean, Odell's a big loss. He is. Yeah. I mean, he only had 39 catches, but still, he's another guy you got to worry about. Yeah. He's a loss. Uh, Baker Mayfield in and out. The defense isn't bad. Can they win 10 games? Yeah, I think they can win 10 games. One of the best running attacks in the league. Yeah, they got a great running game, and I think they win 10 games. They got an easy second half. 
So I think they win 10 games, but I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, there's seven teams. I see the Browns getting in there. Probably the Browns, Pittsburgh, and the Ravens. You know, maybe three from, you know, one division, which will be huge. Right. Um, I see the Ravens winning double figures. I see the Steelers winning double figures, but I'm not telling you anything that nobody else can tell you. Right. Because they're both having great seasons. And we men- we didn't mention them when we were talking about the teams, but uh, how how you feel about Buffalo being a real contender, or you still feel like they're a couple of years away? I don't know with Buffalo. You know, I really don't. Their defense is uh, not great. I mean, they let up a lot of yards. I mean, the Chiefs played them a couple of weeks ago, and they ran for 200-something yards. Yeah. You can't be a contender and a top team in defense if you're letting up 200 yards. You know, 300 passing, 350 passing, that's a little different. 200 yards on the ground, that's a lot of yards, man. And you let the Jets cover, which is yeah. a tough thing. Oh, yeah, Jets covering? Are you kidding me? Jesus, Boca High could cover against the Jets. <laughs> And they got, what they get, 10 times or 8 times inside the 35? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not great either. Uh, Josh Allen loves playing down here. I mean, he kills the Dolphins. <laughs> he does. Running, passing, he kills them. But I don't know. Like I said, it's a tough scenario. And, again, in the second half, and you're almost there, you're going to see a lot of these teams either you know hit their stride or fall to the wayside. And there's already teams that are looking to rebuild. They're done. You know, in the, in the league, Giants and Jets are done. Dallas is done. The Jaguars are done. Chargers are done. And some, some of those teams, some of those teams you mentioned, were probably Dallas, will be in the playoffs. It's absolutely mind blowing. Maybe, to me. maybe Jaguars are done. Uh, Minnesota's done. Detroit's done. I mean, you go up and down. It. There's a lot of teams that you're looking at. They're they're done already. It's week seven. Yeah, Falcons are one of those teams too. Yeah, Falcons are done. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, they don't have a shot. Patriots are probably done. Yeah, Bengals are done. I mean, you look at it. I don't know. A lot of teams that you could just rip right through and say they're finished. Yeah, Houston. I mean, yep. there's a lot of there's a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's uh, Atlanta's done. Carolina's probably done. I don't think Carolina's going to do anything. I just don't. Minnesota's done. Colts might be done with Philip Rivers. They yep. were done when they signed him for twenty five million. <laughs> uh, that was crazy. But again, it's it's week seven. We'll see what happens. I mean, again, you got to look at what you know what's going to happen with the if there was any injuries. Yeah. Like you said, also that big thing uh, with the NFC, uh, you know, that there might be a team in the playoffs with, you know, five or six, seven wins. Wow. No, and and you're exactly right on. It's just it's just going to be a weird year, regardless. I feel like this is the year where the bad are going to be really bad, and yep. the good are going to be really good. There's not really going to be that much in the middle because. We don't have a regular off season. We didn't have preseason. We didn't have the OTAs like they normally do. Everything is just a little different this year. So I feel like the talent of the better teams is really going to show. And yeah. I, I think that the, some of the better teams maybe aren't as good as this season has portrayed them to be. I feel like it's just the NFL is going to be so weird. And maybe next year we'll get those middle of the pack teams again. But right now it feels like you're good or you're not. There's not that many teams just floating in the middle. No, there's not. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's just that's the way it is. I mean, you know, there's no middle class. It's just you're poor or you're rich. Right. And that's the way it seems like in our society sometimes uh, where that works out. But, yeah, I, I can't see it. I just can't. Not the way you look at it and the way you're like, you know, these guys are, you know, some of the teams are just really, really bad. And, you know, the good teams, uh, what they do is they beat up on the bad teams. Yep. I mean, and that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to beat up on the bad teams. You know what I mean? You're supposed to say, okay, uh, I can beat up on them and screw them. But, you know, I, I just think for everybody, it's going to take some time. Are our Dolphins, are they done? No, I don't want to say the Dolphins are done. No, 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 no. We're not done. We're, we're at 500. We're okay. I mean, but there are six teams in the league with either one win or less. That's, yeah, that's bad. That's crazy. Yeah, yep. 32 teams, you got that. That's not. That's uh, That's not good, you know. So I think when you got something like that, you got to worry about it uh, because, you know, it's not saying a lot for the teams. But I think it's a crazy year. It's been a crazy year because of obviously what's going on with the COVID. And some teams were better prepared than others. I mean, that's the bottom line. Some teams were better prepared. Um, so I, I just think that you got to realize that. And if your team was one of those teams, okay, great. If not, you're like, hey, this sucks. Raiders are like up and down. Yeah. They definitely are. Uh, they're a team that, you know, I don't know. Sometimes they beat the Chiefs. Like Carolina's given Atlanta two and a half. Uh, the Colts are giving Detroit three. 
Green Bay's giving Minnesota six and a half. They should give him a quarterback. <laughs> Terrible. I can't believe Buffalo and New England. That line looks a little fugazi. Buffalo's home giving the Patriots three. Uh, Tennessee giving Cincinnati three. Ooh. Cleveland giving Vegas three. Chiefs, 21 to the Jets. You buying or selling? <laughs> I would lay 28. I'm buying. I'm buying yeah. it. I'm buying it. Just because I don't see that that spread often in the NFL. Oh, it's one of the highest ever. I love it. I love it. I'm, it goes I'm, back to the Super Bowl. Yep. I'll with the it. Jets in uh, my Baltimore at 69. That's right. Uh, Rams, three and a half over our Dolphins. Uh, Saints, three over the Bears. Seattle, seven over San Fran. Philadelphia, three over Dallas. Mm, some of these, it's like, man, really? So it's uh, it's going to be another crazy week in the NFL. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen. And if you did, you know, you know what? You wouldn't be here. <laughs> you wouldn't be listening to our show. That's no, sure. no, you'd be gone. You'd be like, I'm, I'm out of here. Tobacco City. I got to go. It is the Greek Zone. We are live. 940 wins. Hope you woke up with Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby and listened to their show. I do every morning. Uh, always a good show. Sports like you've never heard it before. Love Luby. Love Devo. On Fridays, they're at the Breezeway Bar, Golf Stream. Always good. Before you know it, Golf Stream will be open again. Uh, I know it's Calder West right now, but I know they'll be open before you know it. And before you know it, it'll be a full meet. Uh, love Golf Stream Park. Just love it. When we're in a studio, we're always sponsored by Off Lease Only, OffLeaseOnly.com. Fort Lauderdale, Miami, two great locations. Used car destination. No hidden fees. Don't forget that. All makes and models. Go down there. Whatever the price is, that's it. And it's the best price. I've sent many friends down there, and they've been very happy. Uh, sponsor of our studio for a long time. So off lease only, off lease only com. Lawrence, still a lot of talk about him, saying he might want to stay one more year. The Jets are like, oh, my God, he can't stay one more year. We suck. <laughs> well, what you do is you fire your coach, and you hire Dabo Sweeney. Ooh, Ooh. you think that could happen? I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you could pay the guy enough money to leave Clemson. I feel like you're an NFL team. You have the pockets deep enough. That's for sure. But if you want to make sure that Trevor Lawrence doesn't stay another year in college, you get Dabo Sweeney as your head coach. Yeah, I don't think he leaves. Maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he's got it made. I mean, maybe, but, you know, Rick Pitino left, you know, and he was in Kentucky. Yeah, anything's possible. I mean, anything's possible. But I think with him, it's like, man, you, you ain't. he's got a cake job. He loves it. He's winning there every year. <laughs> people are dying. I mean, to be a college football coach at one of those big programs, people kiss your ass. Oh, yeah. I mean, They love him. You're a god, a god over there. Yep. He's a god. I mean, when's the last time you think Saban paid for an egg sandwich? <laughs> 2008, when he was here. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> he ain't paying for anything. <laughs> you kidding me? Those guys that get houses, cars, yep. trucks. I mean, yep. Everybody loves yep. them. Yep. The campuses are awesome. They take care of them. I mean, that's that's a dream job. And God bless them. They, they're there because they win. I mean, that's like anything else. They're winning, so people take care of them. But I can't see anytime soon there, um, you know, he goes to. And the Jets aren't good. Like, he doesn't want to go for national championships and win every year being in the playoffs and go to the Jets. And he doesn't have the personality for New York, Sweeney. He's not. He's a regular guy. You know what I mean? I can't see him leaving. I just can't. Be a nice concept. Right. I think he might go for a year and go, I'm getting the hell out of here. Right. Go to Clemson and hang out. But if I'm in the Jets meeting room, that's what I'm pitching. I'm pitching, we need to get Dabo here. If we want Trevor Lawrence, we need to get Dabo here or somebody of that kind of caliber because Adam Gates ain't going to do it. Adam Gates? Are you kidding me? I wouldn't get in an Uber if he was driving. Adam Gates, he sucks. <laughs> I don't know how he's got a job. And uh, I, I feel bad for Jeff fans. And I, I don't know if we um if we've I don't think we've mentioned it on the show yet. But earlier today, the Wisconsin Badgers have have postponed their game with uh, or canceled their game with Nebraska. So it looks like the Big Ten's already on a rocky road. Yeah, well, they got some problems. Uh, their quarterback, who is a backup who played last week when they won 45-7, he was a backup because the other guy hurt his shoulder, and he threw five touchdown passes. So he was awesome, and then he came down with the COVID. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, I mean, again, it's it's out there, people. I think some people are like, eh, you know, it's not as bad. No, it's serious. And Florida, um, apparently today, earlier I was hearing in our newsroom, has um, another uh, little outbreak going on. So the game this weekend's questionable. The Dolphins? No, um, the Miami, I mean, the Florida Gators. Oh, really? Yep. So, so, so the Gators have another outbreak, is what you're saying? And that's what I heard in our newsroom. I haven't seen any, anything go across the pike, but I mean, uh, the ticker or anything. But I have been hearing that um, there are a l- couple more outbreaks. So it is in the air whether the game against Missouri this week will be 
will be on. And that obviously will affect our programming here on 940 Wins. That's right. Game scheduled for 7.30, pregame 4.30. It is the Greek. It is Ricardo. We'll be back in a few minutes. Drew Martin's going to call us from Viva Las Vegas. We'll be back. Peace. Bet the Greek. But what am I saying? You guys are pros. The best. I'm sure you can make it out of the casino. Of course, lest we forget, once you're out the front door, you're still in the middle of the f***ing desert. 940 Wins. Miami Sports. It is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the program. You guys are always welcome to get involved. 866-801-0940. This guy calls every Wednesday. Whatever he wants, though. He's a star. I mean, you know, it's like getting a Victoria's Secret model. You got to hang out and wait for him. Drew Martin calling us. Drew, good afternoon, buddy. How are you, my friend? Greek, I'm doing good, buddy. I appreciate you having a little wiggle room here with me. Uh, you know, Vegas popping off right now, but it's always good to be on the Greek Zone in South Florida, buddy. Uh, talking sports betting, talking anything gambling. I'm all about it. So uh, always good to talk with you and Ricardo Greek. Always, buddy. Uh, give people a little information, background about you, how they can follow you and consume you with your podcasts and stuff, because that's always important. We get you, Rob Vino, Teddy, and people want to know, how can I consume these guys? Because they do their homework, and they're very well uh, rounded in sports betting. Well, I appreciate that, Greek. And, I mean, a little background about me. You know, I uh, grew up in Fort Lauderdale, went to Auburn for uh, finance and business finance, then worked for J.P. Morgan as a financial advisor, and then uh, one day decided to be a professional sports better. That was six years ago and never looked back. So that's what I'm doing now. And uh, best way to reach me is at Drew Martin Betts on Twitter, Instagram. And, uh, yeah, love talking with the South Florida sports bettors about college football, college basketball, MLB, NFL. It all works, man. So, uh, yeah, that's probably the best way to reach me on Twitter, at Drew Martin Betts. Now, one thing about you, you got a little bit of a rep with some people down here that you pick a lot of games that are a little exotic, not off the, you know, in the top ten in college football, and you'll go to different conferences, which is always awesome. How did you last week with your picks? Um, I did well, two and zero. Um, awesome. And, uh, one with one with Cincinnati plus two and a half point underdogs in Georgia State plus two and a half underdogs. They both won outright. And yeah, Greek. I mean, when you say you know staying kind of off the main radar, I've always viewed college football betting as less eyeballs is a good thing. It makes yep. for a more inefficient market, and therefore, you know, the Sun Belt Conference USA's of the world. I just feel like it's uh, a, a little bit more value to be betting those because less people know a lot of information about those teams. Um, Circa, we've talked about for a long time, and there's more and more videos coming out about it, the place. It looks unbelievable with the pool and everything like that. How close are they to opening? Um, they opened last night at midnight. So oh, was it? Uh, they wow. are now officially... Yeah, it is officially open. You can walk into the sports book. I've yet to go. I'm debating on either whether to go uh, tonight or tomorrow night. But, uh, yeah, Greek, I mean, it looks like heaven. You know, pools, outdoor sports book, and indoor sports book. It's a three-story indoor sports book, the largest sports book in the world. Ooh. And it just opened in downtown Las Vegas. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it, man. Yeah, and to open this time of year, obviously, with all the problems going on with the COVID and, you know, the pandemic and, you know, we know the casinos, a lot of them are hurting and different things like that. You know, you wish them all the luck in the world. And because, you know, we're seeing some reports that we don't think Vegas is going to get back for a couple of years, which is scary. Uh, absolutely, Greek. And, you know, I'm living it firsthand. You know, I moved out here to Vegas uh, right before football season this past year, like, uh, you know, what, you know, 15 months ago. And it, it was it was live. It was popping each and every night, you know. And uh, when the pandemic hit, it was like a ghost town. It was really scary. And uh, now we're seeing it kind of level off here, Greek. And I, I'm worried about Vegas. I really yep. am. So it's so good to see. It's good to see circa circa open. But um, yeah, Vegas is you know next year, two year outlook. I'm kind of worried uh, personally about it. Well, yeah. I mean, all the experts are saying you know unless we get a vaccine. And uh, we can try to corral this, which doesn't look great right now. We're hoping for the best thing. It's going to be tough because, obviously, it's a destination city. And the biggest thing that they're losing, which we talk about, is no more conventions. I mean, and that's scary. When you don't have conventions, that's bad. Uh, so hopefully it gets better. And I wish Circle all the luck in the world because they're going to need it. 
Uh, looking at their card this week, I know it's only Wednesday, but there's anything that pops up, and uh, our BYU keeps winning and covering too. But is there anything you look at this week that say, "Hey, this looks good"? Um, well, I guess in the NFL, the weekday game here, the Thursday nighter in the uh, what NFC South here, Atlanta at Carolina. Looks like the Falcons plus two and a half, or you can even get them plus three. A um, couple of stats that caught my eye here. You know, of course, the Falcons uh, kind of had a bunch of heartbreakers this year, but they still are a talented team. You know, they got uh, very athletic players at the skill positions, Matt Ryan at the quarterback position. Also, the fact that Atlanta has covered six of its last seven, you know, on the road, whereas Ooh. Carolina has only covered one of its last seven when playing at home in Charlotte. So those two kind of ATS trends there, I think, are very strong. Atlanta, you know, being a good road team and it's a short week, I think that that kind of even helps it. And Carolina being a a, a, a very, very money loser at home. So I'm going to probably ride those streaks here. I have personally, and I like the Falcons plus three. Nice, Drew. I like those trends. I love when you guys do the homework. Rob Vino has that. Teddy comes on. Teddy last week told us bet Carolina against the Saints because he loved them. He said they're a very good team on the Dome. Again, looking at the hand, uh, the history, the trend. You also like the Giants over the Eagles, another winner. So I like that when you guys do your homework, you bring it. You always do, all three of you guys. It's just not a pick. Uh, anything in college football look good this week for you? Yeah, I'd say on the Saturday card, and this might not come off well to uh, South Florida listeners, at least some of them uh, FAU grads. I'm actually looking to fade Willie Taggart and FAU this year. They're playing a team, UTSA, which is coming off of a big win and cover against Louisiana Tech as they were underdogs and they won outright. They have lost a couple games, but the Military Academy Army and also in the first, uh, excuse me, against that BYU team that you're just talking about that's very, very strong. Outside of that, they've played uh, pretty decent football. Whereas FAU, man, uh, I, I'm just not a big fan of this FAU Owls team. And if you've been betting against them, you've uh, done well out the gate as they lost against Charlotte ATS, and then they lost straight up against Marshall, uh, 20 to nine, not being able to put up double digit points offensively. So I know UTSA isn't one of the better teams in college football, the Roadrunners here, but catching five points. I don't think FAU should be laying five points to really anybody, especially because they have COVID issues as well. Um, There's reports that they'll only have, uh, what, 57 scholarship players playing on Saturday. That's only four players above the mandatory minimum for college football to have the game. I don't like all of those stats kind of combined. So I like the UTSA Roadrunners to go into Boca Raton and win outright. I will take them uh, plus five, though, put the points in my pocket, Greek. All right. This is Drew's second pick. And anything else in college football or in the NFL? Um, yeah, I guess uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats. You know, one thing I like to do in sports betting, Greek, and said this before, is the trend is your friend. And the yes. Cincinnati Bearcats, a lot of people are not, you know, kind of sleeping on them. And, and they're saying, oh, they're overrated. I don't know. This Luke Fickle team is very well-coached one and very good defensive-minded team. We saw it against SMU this past Saturday night. Now they're laying six here six and a half against the Memphis team that yes, is talented themselves, but going on the road, I think Cincinnati power rating wise should be uh, laying close to 10. It's only six. So that uh, lines up for a one unit bet for me on the Bearcats of Cincinnati, who I just think is very underrated here. Greek four, no straight up and going up against the Memphis team. That is only one and two against the spread. So uh, I like Cincinnati to cover the six. Drew Martin, always nice to talk to him every week, giving you a couple of good picks. We'll review them before you go. Um, when you're out and about in Vegas and, you know, like early week, it's very, very slow, like we said, because of what's going on with COVID. What do you hear from the casinos? Like, do you hear there's going to be more like the Encore and Wind closing early and just being open for the weekends? Have you heard any more of that buzz? Because like everything else, people follow trends. And if one casino does it, then another one. I know a lot of casinos off the strip aren't open, but are you hearing more of that possibly happening? Sure, yeah, it's a possibility, Greek, just because they can't burn through money like they have. So if they're having to pay you know, each dealer however much they're making an hour and there's just not the traffic in the casino, it just doesn't make sense. So they got to do that. And you touched on it uh, when you were talking uh, about Vegas about five minutes ago, Greek, about you know the, the conventions not being here Monday through Thursday 
is really what's the gut punch to Las Vegas and the sure. revenue. You know, a, a lot of these kind of higher income folks, you know, executives or, or, or salespeople that come, you know, Monday through Friday, they do whatever they're doing work wise. And then they go out to the casino, the restaurants at night. That's a big lifeline for Las sure. Vegas and a huge moneymaker. So not having that is what's really decimating Las Vegas economy. To tell you the truth, Friday and Saturday nights are actually pretty fun. There's a lot okay. of California people coming over um, because they're on such lockdown there, and Vegas is a little bit more wide open. Now, I will say this. It is kind of a different class of people because the room rates are lower, so yeah. therefore the crime rate is kind of ticking up, and that's making a lot of the Las Vegas locals unhappy about it, and they want them to kind of raise their roommate their, their room rates to get a little bit higher clientele. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the Monday through Thursday not having the conventions is a huge loss for Las Vegas. Drew Martin, always a pleasure. Be 2-0 and last week. Before we let you go, tell them how they can consume you and, you know, just give your three picks again. We know one. We said you like tomorrow night. You like the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, then you want to bet against FAU. And then you're betting uh, Cincinnati, correct? Yes, on the Cincinnati Bearcats, minus six and a half against Memphis. On UTSA, the Roadrunners, plus five against FAU. And also on the Falcons in the Thursday Nighter, plus three is the underdog against the Carolina Panthers. And guys, best way to reach me on Twitter or Instagram at Drew Martin Beth. That's just my name, Drew Martin, with the word Beth at the end, at Drew Martin Beth. And uh, Wednesdays, right here on the Greek Zone. Always fun with you and Ricardo, Greek. Always good, brother. We miss you. Be careful out there. We're going to pencil you in now for uh, 4 o'clock on Thursdays. Is that, I mean, on Wednesdays. Can you do 4 o'clock? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. All right, good. We want it to work. He's my buddy, Drew Martin. He leaves, and he lives on D. Martin Boulevard. I mean, it can't get any better than that. I mean, there it is. Uh, and he's got pig bros for a neighbor. So, I mean, come on. That's a perfect combination. I love it. Drew, stay out of trouble, my brother, and be careful. All right. You too, Greg. Be well, bud. And do a video from Circa. I want to see you by the pool. Hey, I will. I will. Maybe tonight. All right, cool. Give me a shout-out. Love it, everybody. It is the Greek Zone. It is Wednesday afternoon. we got a girl calling who used to be a big part of this show. Uh, she's going to call us and say hi. We miss her. Uh, Ashley should be calling us in the Greek Zone, 866-801-0940. Peace. Bet the Greek. I don't like adding another team to the playoffs because I feel like it takes away from the competitiveness, competitiveness, the competitiveness. 940 wins Miami sports. RTJ. It is the Greek zone. Good afternoon. 866-801-0940. Pretty simple. The Greek zone. I am the Greek. Ricardo's in the studio. And we welcome back a girl that we had much respect, much love, and Ricardo got her right away out of the gate. Ashley, back in the Greek zone. Good afternoon, Ashley. How are you, my girl? Hi, guys. I miss you. Thank you for the intro, Ricardo. I appreciate <laughs> Awesome. <it. laughs> I know you, you've been dying to get on the radio talking about your Dallas Cowboys, but we're going to wait a couple minutes oh, about God. that. How you feeling? What's going on? You doing okay? We miss you on the air. I'm good. I miss you guys, too. Everyone's staying safe and healthy, I hope. And it's been a long seven months, I'll tell you that much. Oh, my God. I remember the last time we were together uh, was Super Bowl. Uh, we were at the Hard yeah, Rock. Yeah, good time. Good times. And then um, we were at the Hard Rock, and then we were also at uh, Prime Cigar and Brickle. Uh, and that seems like, to me, two, three years ago. I mean, it really yeah, does it seem like a long, ago. it does seem like a long time ago. Uh, my life has changed. Your life has changed. It's been crazy, uh, but we definitely miss you in the Greek zone. And your opinion, of what's going on, and uh, how are you feeling so far about the NFL? Any surprises? Not talking about your team, but any other surprises that you've seen that you're shocked about, or things that you think are just playing out so far? Well, for starters, I'm surprised at how good the Steelers look. That has to do, I'm going to credit that mostly with coaching. I think they have a great coaching staff because outside of a couple of guys, they don't have like a lot of big names. So that's a testament to coaching. But we spoke about this before the season even started, like during pre, well, there was no preseason, but technically before preseason, if you will, we didn't think that football, the quality was going to be that great. And I yep. would say, you know, the end of October, here we are. I think that was a safe statement to make. The quality of football has not been great so far, if we're being honest. Yeah, well, I think obviously, like you said, there's been a lot of different things. First of all, 
um, you know, you got to realize that, you know, there's no preseason. So with no preseason, yeah. I mean, that's a big part of it. I mean, when there's no preseason, you know, there's and there's a lot of less practice, a lot of less hitting, a lot of less things going on. And that's obviously going to affect the play on the field. I mean, there's no doubt about it. That's that's what you get when you don't have that, that practices. You know, a lot of people say, hey, it's not that important. No, it is important. Um, so we'll see. I mean, the NFL, they were just saying, Ricardo was just saying a couple of minutes ago, something about the Super Bowl, Ricardo, what you're reporting? Uh, yeah, it seems as though the NFL is trying to get a limited capacity in the Super Bowl for Tampa Bay. And uh, it's going to be, people are going to be separated by pods, essentially. I'm not sure what that even means, to be honest with you. That's bizarre. Well, basically, it basically just means that whoever you come with is who you sit with. So you're going to be in your little, like, pods. So you can't go around. Like, if you have a friend, say, in the 200 section, you can't go and see them. you got to stay in your little section. But I also heard they may be pushing it back to March if it has to be. Yeah, I did read that yesterday. They said that they have four weeks. It is scheduled for the first uh, Sunday in February, but they got four weeks. They said they could push it back. Uh, so you know they must already be anticipating some kind of problems. Obviously, with COVID, they don't want to have a Super Bowl where I think there's you know ten or twenty thousand people there. Uh, they already canceled the Pro Bowl. So again, the mm-hmm. NBA was able to pull it off. Obviously, the NHL and Major League Baseball, but NFL. I mean, we'll see what happens if there's any more problems or any games canceled. Were you surprised about the Lakers winning it over the Miami Heat? I was not surprised, especially when Bam and Drogic went down. I thought it was going to be I didn't obviously I didn't anticipate the severity of Drogic's issues. Um I was hoping for a seven game series and I ultimately I think that if the Heat were at full capacity, I feel like it would have been more in the Heat's favor. I don't want to go out and say they would have won a hundred percent, but I think we would have gotten a more competitive series. But I said in the beginning of basketball season that this Heat team was going to surprise a lot of people. And I just hope that I know there's been a lot of talk about getting Giannis and and getting another big, you know, time player. And I think Miami one really needs size. And I really hope that they do not trade away their core. There are some guys on a team that are irreplaceable. And I feel like when you're trying to secure a big star, the one thing you never want to do, and this is something you see in Brooklyn where they messed up, you don't want to trade a bunch of your core, get rid of your core to get two guys that are going to cost you a lot of money for a lot of years and then not be able to get other players. So Miami has to be really careful about trying to keep those young guys together. And by young, I mean Bam and I mean Hero. I would like to see Jimmy stay. Um, I would like to see Duncan Robinson stay just because he's a shooting machine. And if they can get Giannis, if they can get a Bradley Beal, I would prefer Giannis just because you need, like I said, the size. You don't need more shooters. But you just can't trade away the house for one guy. So Miami needs to be really careful. Speaking of Ashley Nicole, she was part of the Greek zone for a long time. And uh, we're going to try to get her back in the Greek zone, maybe on a regular basis, where she could do a call-in. She knows her sports, uh, all of her sports. Uh, you have your Twitter or anything you want to give out there for people to follow you? Because you're out there in the social media, and you, 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 you yuck it up a lot with a lot of people. Yeah, I like getting into Twitter debates with people. It's fun. But you guys can follow me at Ash Nicole Moss on Twitter and Instagram. So, so Ashley, what have, uh, what have you been doing? I mean, bopping around. Have you been actually going out or you been laying low? Uh, have you been hitting anywhere? I know, mean, obviously, I know Miami in certain areas still has uh, curfew. I was talking to my buddy today from Prime Cigar in Brickland. He said it's a 10 or 11 o'clock curfew down there. But have you been out and about or are you just laying low? I haven't actually been out. I've been out maybe once or twice, and that was for, like, super special occasions. Like, in August, I went out with my best friend. It was her birthday. Um, but I haven't really been going out unless it's to the store or to, like, the gas station or things like that. I'm just trying, you know, to do my part in trying to get back to normalcy. And I think that that's the thing. If we everyone kind of does their part, and I know people are getting antsy being in the house, for seven months, it's one thing when you do it because you want to. It's another thing when you do it because you're forced to. Yeah. And I know people, you know, they're getting antsy. 2020, everyone had so many expectations and high hopes of what this year was going to bring for them, whether it was financially, romantically, whatever the case may be. But, you know, everyone's got to try to, like, maintain the status quo, if you will, and stop giving in to, you know, their individual temptations. Because traveling around, people are starting to do that going out to parties and things, even though, you know, some cities and some states aren't taking it as seriously as they should. 
we got to get back to normal life. I don't want to do this forever. So everyone's got to do their part, really. Now, uh, Ricardo, uh, he's going to be Dr. Fauci for Halloween. Have you decided what you're going to be? <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. I'm kind of bummed that Halloween's on a Saturday and, you know, we can't do it. Last year I was a Leah. That was a fun time. Um, I don't know. Stay tuned to my Instagram and my Twitter. Maybe <laughs> I'll show you guys something. Now, the NFL, I mean, obviously is uh, going along playing their season, but there's been a lot of speculation about the NBA, and I know you're an NBA hooper. Uh, do you think the NBA comes back Christmas, or do you think more January? I would say more January, just because if you look at the teams like the Lakers and the Heat, their season literally just ended, and there was a report. Um, Danny Green actually came out and said, that yeah. I don't know how true this is, but LeBron would miss the entire month. So here's the thing. If you're going to have one guy – who is going to not show up for the entire month. You just got to move the whole season because it's not fair to anybody else who's been away from their families for months, who's, you know, been playing for months. Like I said, the Miami Heat also were in the run of things with them. So if those guys aren't going to miss the first month, LeBron can't miss the first month. So just move the month, just move the season back a month because you can't have that favoritism going on. And there's already, you know, rumors and speculation that the league caters to LeBron when it comes to, you know, tampering and things like that. Don't make a bad situation worse. Just do it in 2021. And hopefully by that time, we'll be able to start getting back into the arenas. It sucked that the Heat were in the finals and yeah. we couldn't see them. Oh, yeah. It's terrible about that. And it costs the city millions of dollars. I mean, every time the Heat are in a playoff game, supposedly speculation is it brings in a million and change to the city. You know, with the hotels, the restaurants, uh, all the different areas where people are getting about. And, yeah, they miss that. That is a very bad thing. Yeah. Uh, and I want to ask you. Go. Oh, go. okay. I want to ask you, um, Tampa, with the Super Bowl, we know how huge it was in Miami with all the different, not even the Super Bowl itself, but all the events that were going on and Radio Row and things like that. What do you think? you think Tampa is, like, really, like, upset at the fact that they're not getting a full-fledged Super Bowl weekend? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, it's like Las Vegas last year got screwed with the draft, and they had to cancel it. I mean, these cities bid in years, you know, years in advance to get it, and uh, it's not going to be the same. There won't be any parties. Uh, It's going to cost them millions and millions of dollars, and it's a shame. I mean, this thing has taken over our country and destroyed it. Uh, like nothing that we ever have been gone through in all our lifetimes. So, yeah, there's not going to be the parties. I don't think you'll see the NFL experience, the nightclubs, the hotels. Wow. It's terrible. I mean, you really, I mean, that's yeah, the that's bottom line. Terrible. It is, uh, it's not a good situation. Ashley, I want to ask you the question of South Florida everybody's asking this week and what your opinion is. Um, how do you think Tua does in his first start with the Dolphins on Sunday? Hmm. So I don't have super high expectations for him only because this is going to be his first game, uh, full, first full game, rather, I should say. I know he did come in at later in the second half um, last week's game, but I think we're going to see a decent start from him. I think, you know what, the thing about Tua is he has a great attitude and he's super determined and, and ambitious and being the franchise quarterback because that is what he's groomed him. That's what they're grooming him to be. So I think we're going to see a solid start from him are we going to see him pass for 400 yards no are we going to see him do anything spectacular probably not um he's still got to get more reps with them but i think the dolphins the saving grace is the patriots aren't really looking that great right now oh your boy cam's got um, some problems yeah cam's having some issues and you know they've lost three in a row i think which is the first time since 2001 i think that's happened so they're got they have some issues the bills look solid but you know that's hit or miss so i think even if they don't win on Sunday or even if they don't do a, have a great game or something spectacular that you'll see on SportsCenter, they're in a good position playoff-wise just because Tom Brady is out of that division. So they're gonna, Dolphin fans are going to be okay. Before we let you go, Ashley, uh, we want to get your Super Bowl pick. Give us two teams that you like in a Super Bowl. We know it's way early. We're not going to hold you to it, but give us two picks. And we know it's not the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that hurt, Ricardo. It's not the Cowboys, <laughs> although if you would have asked me in August, it would have been. Would have been, I know. Um, <laughs> I have, I'm going to go with the reigning champs making a repeat. I got to go with Kansas City, and I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. I know a lot of people have money on Tom Brady and the Bucks. I don't think that they're going to make it that far. I definitely think you'll see them in the conference finals, but I, uh, my money is on Seattle to take it this year. 
Ashley, always so nice talking to you. Please don't be a stranger. We'd love to pencil you in on a weekly uh, session with us. Let us know what's going on in your life. Uh, give me a call later. I'll be around. Always great to hear from you, and I'm glad you're doing well. We miss you here on the Greek Zone. Miss you guys, too, so I'll see you guys soon. Peace. It is the Greek Zone. It is a Wednesday. We'll be coming back with some more nonsense because we are the king of nonsense. Ricardo and the Greek, 866-801-0940. Peace. Oh, Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo. He's always full of jokes, always got a lot going on. It's the Greek Zone, 866-801-0940. Hope you woke up this morning with Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby. I wake up with them every day. I leave my house early in the morning. It's dark out, and I always hear DeForest's voice first. And I always go, yeah, Defo. Little Springsteen. Uh, Springsteen's new album is coming out Friday. Uh, I think already uh, Ricardo got a little bit of a sound bite. What were your uh, thoughts? Oh, I, I didn't know it was coming out on Friday. I thought it came out last week, but it's been getting oh, really... maybe it was last Friday. I yeah, could be mistaken. It's been getting some really good reviews all over the place, but um, it's called Letter to You. I checked it out yesterday. It's a fantastic album. I, I had a really good time with it, and it was the first time Bruce has had the E Street Band with him in studio since 2009. Yeah, a long time. They said they haven't been all together. Uh, no Clarence, obviously. I know Clarence, know, Rest yeah, in peace to the big man. Oh, yeah, he was the best. And Springsteen, I mean, you go see him, anybody goes see him, you get your money's worth. He'll play for hours. 100%. That guy. He's played longer than most of my relationships. <laughs> yeah, you go in with one girl, you leave, you're already broken up by the end of it. But, yeah, by the end of the show, I'm already single. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I thought I was born to run. The girl was born to run. Born to run away from me. That's what she said. She said, bye, Greek. See you, buddy. <laughs> and those it Bruce is... tickets are not cheap whatsoever, either. Oh, they're not. You can get hammer time for that. I ended up seeing him... Um, a couple times in New York, a couple times down here, I think in L.A. once. Maybe four times in my life, three. Big fan. Always with a girl. I mean, because yeah. they love Bruce. Who does it? I mean, Bruce is your god. Uh, but, yeah, his new album's getting great reviews. And uh, when Ricardo gives it, he's our music aficionado. <laughs> I mean, that's big for Bruce. I'm going to call him later and text him. And I had a buddy of mine two years ago sat next to Bruce in a bar in Asbury Park, watched a Giant game uh. for two quarters, and said he was so cool. Didn't even realize it was Springsteen until the end. Gosh. And then uh, they walked away. He goes, my God, it was Springsteen. So kind of stuff like that's good. When I hear stuff like that in stories, it makes me smile. Yeah. And uh, today I'm looking for any reason to smile. Believe me when I tell you. It is the Greek Zone. It is Ricardo. <laughs> 866-801-0940, baby. We got to get tomorrow. Teddy Covers calling us from sportsmemo.com. Maybe we'll go back-to-back on winners on Thursday night. Who doesn't like back-to-back winners? I know I do. It is the Greek. We'll be back. Peace.